be cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for this edition of the Dirt Wasp podcast. Our guest today is Sensei Christopher Hine, chief instructor and owner of Aikido of Fresno, located in beautiful Fresno, California, and also the host, or maybe co-host, because there's three of y'all, Chris, but host yeah. of the Aikido Discussed podcast, of which I am an avid listener and committed to the audience, anyone who's interested in martial arts. And it doesn't have to be an interest in Aikido. Just an interest in martial arts in general. It is an excellent, excellent podcast, and I commend it to the audience. Chris, welcome aboard today. Thanks, Hod. Great to be on. Thank you, and I really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy day to be on this show. It's greatly appreciated. I was listening to episode 170. Uh, it was released on the 9th of March, 2021, and it's entitled Aikijitsu Do or Jutsu. And towards the end of that episode, and again, folks, tune in, please. At the end of that episode, you brought up something that that spoke to me in a way, and um, I'll I'll say why in a in a little bit. But there's um, in the in the tactical firearms community, some of the martial arts community, certainly in the self defense community, there is this idea that there are three types of people: that there are sheep. There are sheepdogs and there are wolves. So as I have heard this categorized in Reddit categorized, most people are sheep. They go about their daily business. They never think of any threats. They never think of any threats in their environment, walk across parking lots, staring at their phone, not paying attention to traffic, much less, you know, somebody might want to run up to them and cock them in the head and take their wallet. Right. And those are sheep. The people who would run up and conk somebody on the head and take their wallet are the wolves. And the wolves are the predators, and the sheep are the prey. But there is this force standing in between those two, and that's the sheepdog. And the sheepdog is is someone who won't hurt the sheep, will kind of help shepherd them along, and then will take on the wolves when the wolves decide to attack. And, you know, you, you mentioned that there's a fourth category in your view, and that's the ram. And I wanted to have you on today to kind of talk about how, at least in this context of, you know, sheep, sheepdogs, and, and wolves, and then then your idea of the ram. Talk about, you know, what that ram is, how you got there, and and, and, um, and, and kind of how it would be an appealing category for people to be in, and what what spoke to me, Chris, is um, that, you know, I'm a retired law enforcement officer. I, I don't have any authorities anymore. I don't have any law enforcement power or authority to do anything. I'm just like anyone else out there on the street today. And that doesn't mean that I wouldn't take action if action were warranted. But when I do so, it's not under the color of law. I have no qualified immunity. I have nothing except what every other citizen has. And I can carry a concealed weapon based, uh, you know, pursuant to a federal statute and and in my home state, a state statute. And so I can carry it anywhere in the country if I wanted to. But I still, that does not grant me law enforcement powers. And i kind of one of these people that I'm not, hey, I don't want to get involved. I'm not going to get involved. Don't bother me. I'm going to just go about my business and ignore something bad happening. I'm not that person at all. But I'm certainly no longer the person who would take affirmative action. 
I would be the person who would watch what was happening, be a good witness, and intervene only when it was absolutely necessary. And when you mentioned the ram, I was thinking, you know, that is a cool description for the category I may fit in in this paradigm of sheep, sheepdogs, and wolves. I, I don't know if I'm getting it right, but that's what it, that's what I heard um, when you said it. It's like, wow, there's this other category. And I, I wanted to have you on to talk about that. Yeah, so talk so, about um, the ram. Yeah, so, you know, this, this came up for me when I was talking with one of my students who's law enforcement, and we were talking about stuff, and he was talking about uh, sheep and wolves and sheepdog, you know, and, and I was familiar with it from the, I think it's called the gift of aggression, where this all comes from, um, and I was familiar with the basic idea, and um, he said something about, you know, well, you're a sheepdog, and I said, oh, I'm not a sheepdog, and he said, what do you mean, and, and he went through what a sheepdog was, and he's like, you're clearly, you're a sheepdog, and I said, no, you know, I, I'm an aggressive person. Like, you know, I, I, I don't like people telling me what to do. And I don't like, you know, when I think something's unjust, I, I'll speak up about it. Like, I definitely have aggression, but it's it's not the aggression uh, that I've seen in other people. And, and I, I think that there are people who are carnivores on this earth, you know, and in the military, you know, they have the expression, you know, that that boy's a meat eater, you know, like he wants to eat meat. And, and the idea is that like, that person enjoys and takes delight in in dishing out things to people. And, um, you know, like I've competed in sport martial arts and done lots of things. And one thing I always noticed that was a difference between me and, and other competitors is I never really enjoyed hurting someone else. And I think people would tell you different things. But, you know, I, I was in a tournament once and, and I ripped a guy's arm. You know, I was doing submission and I heard the tin's arm rip and, and I felt bad about it, you know, and, and not bad enough that I stopped doing it because, you know, there was something to be done. I had to win a tournament. That's what was going on. But I, I felt bad about it. And, and I didn't really want to hurt the other person. And I had a respect for the other person. He's just like me. We're competing. We're both trying to push ourselves and become stronger, better people. And it sucks. That this guy got hurt. And some of my other people that I competed with, you know, teammates of mine, they would kind of be like, oh, you know, that guy was stupid. You know, you ripped his arm. That's kind of fun, you know, and and there was kind of this aggression to it. And I was like, well, you know, we're different, you and I, and, and not, not not in a, a dramatic way. We're both aggressive people who like to get things done. But there's some part of you that likes hurting people. And and I don't have that part, you know, and and so when when I heard the word sheepdog, I initially thought I was like, no, I don't, I don't really think I'm a sheepdog. And it's not that I don't possess aggression. It's that I, I really don't want to uh, hurt anyone else unless I have to. And and that's what makes me different from a sheep is, you know, I, I also just won't take shit very long. Like, oh, sorry, I, I don't know the words I can use and not use on your podcast, Todd. I'm used to just uh, talking with a bunch of ruffians. Fire um, away, sir. Fire away. <laughs> but uh, I, I won't take stuff from people, you know, and so I, I, I clearly draw lines and boundaries around myself all the time. And I'm like, well, if you go past that, there's going to be trouble. And so it doesn't make me a sheep. I'm clearly not a sheep because I have that desire to stand up for myself. And, and that extends to other people as well. If I see something unjust happening, I, I'm very likely to say something and do something about it because I, I, I just have a, a, a set of boundaries for myself. And so I was like, I'm not a wolf because I don't enjoy hurting people like I, I, like I know some people do. And at the same time, I'm not a sheep because I won't just take whatever's given to me. So I think there's a, a fourth category, and that's a ram. And I think a ram is an aggressive person who's basically a herbivore. And, and you know, I joke like, you know, I eat grass because it, it's like I, I never delight in hurting someone else. And, and I'm never I never enjoy taking that that measure, but I will do it if I have to do it. And so 
there's the aggressive side yet i'm not a i'm not a carnivore you know i'm not really into to hurting other people and and that's why i think i've never had an occupation including professional fighter you know like as i as i kind of went up in competing i realized at one point i was like i'll never be a really good professional fighter because i don't enjoy dishing it out to someone there's always a piece of me that i kind of hold back and and you know if it was ever life or death i I, i'm pretty sure that i could make the decision i'd probably lament it for the rest of my life um but but i think that's a difference that i have than other people have and so i don't fit in the category of carnivore but i don't fit in the the passive category either so i think that there's a fourth category and that's a person who is aggressive but that they they don't desire to to do final damage to anyone. And and I don't, you know, just like a ram, you know, if you leave a ram alone, ram will leave you alone. You get in their pen, you start messing with them, well, the ram's gonna butt you all day. So so there's this fourth category to me. Yeah, I I, I like that. What everything you've described kind of fits me as well. And um I have no problem, you know, I made the decision many, many years ago that if I had to to take a human life, I was okay with it, as long as it were within the bounds of the law. And, and that includes uh, in a war, because there are rules that apply, rules of engagement and, and the law of land warfare um, and other international conventions that apply. As long as it was within those parameters, I'm fine with that, but I take no no joy in the prospect and, and, you know, I can tell you that many, many years ago, almost 30 years ago, I arrested a guy and it was a, a takedown of an illegal weapons transaction on the Mexican border. And I, uh, I, this dude had a gun on him. I slammed him on the ground and, uh, and handcuffed him and disarmed him. And I, I didn't injure him like he required medical attention, but, but the slam hurt mm-hmm. and I felt badly about that. You know, and and I think that's a level of humanity. Hopefully, well, I'm not patting myself on the back saying I'm you know full of humanity. Right. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, what I mean is that broadly speaking, it's a level of humanity that we that I, that I think we expect out of certain segments of our society to not to enjoy hurting someone, but being able to do it when it is necessary to do it, right. and, and that sounds like the ramp. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, it's, it's it's not really a moral thing for me personally. Like, I don't I don't think it's a moralistic thing when I see someone who's a really aggressive, you know, a meat eater, as I would say. Um, I, I don't I don't think, oh, you're a bad person. It's just that you have certain desires and, and wishes in your in your mind. And a lot of times I think, you know, if people don't get put if they're if they're carnivores and they don't get put on a, a good path then they kind of go on a bad path because it's in their makeup to want to do that. It's just the way they're built. And so it's like, you know, you see a lot of like lifelong military people who, you know, way past their their prime and are still out there doing a bunch of physical grunt stuff that they shouldn't be doing, but some piece of their brain needs to do that. And so they're just, you know, they're a carnivore. That's just the way they're made up. And it's not a, a good thing or a bad thing, just the way that person is. And I think the other side, there are definitely people who, don't like that, you know, like, you know, I like to study martial arts as a, as a way to not get into conflict. And I have an obsession with conflict. And I think it's because, you know, growing up, I had a lot of hard times in my life. So I saw sometimes conflict is unavoidable and you're going to have to deal with it. And so that obsession with conflict came to me. And that's what made me what I would say is a ram, right? But it never did flip the switch where I got any kind of joy out of it. And so, uh, like I said, I don't think it's a moral thing. It's just there's two different kinds of people. One's a carnivore, one's a grass eater. And um, I just happen to fall on one side of that. 
Yeah, I didn't mean to imply that there was a moral component necessarily to it. I just didn't want to sound self-congratulatory talking about myself because yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the only word that came up at the time. But, um, you know, there is, uh, there's, uh, and, and I need to tell the audience that you've trained in addition to being an Aikido black belt, you've trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, submission grappling, MMA, and um, and, and I know you you've had um, you're you're involved in the practice of of, of HEMA, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and, correct. And then you have uh, had a Dog Brothers fight. I'll let I'll let folks Google the Dog Brothers, and and and, and so you're you're not coming f- uh, to this from. Uh, the sole perspective and I of an aikidoist, but a, no. a, a well-rounded martial artist. And you also you also train in firearms and actually instruct in firearms. Uh, right, if, that's uh, yeah. So so you, well, I would say you're a well-rounded martial artist. So you've come to this this idea of the ram um, from a very informed point of view. And today we have, you know, there's a very famous retired uh, UFC fighter, Tim Kennedy. Uh, who's also a Green Beret, still serves in the Texas National Guard with the 19th Special Forces Group, who has a, a company called Sheepdog Response. And uh, he trains law enforcement and civi- military people and civilians as well and, with the idea of be, being a sheepdog. And I, and I, right. you know, I plan to take some of his training, and I wish I could get him on, on this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> you know. He's um, a busy man. He is a busy man. He, he absolutely <laughs> is. And, uh, you know, um, but this, I, you know, some people uh, out there, they don't want to be, they don't want to believe they have to think of themselves as being, for lack of a better way to put it right now, a security guard for other people. Right. And that's why I thought, you know, the concept of the RAM was so profound, because I'll bet that most people out there who are pugnacious, aggressive, but you know, don't, as you said, you know, would, wouldn't do anything unless it were absolutely necessary. Um, that the category of sheepdog for them is uh, one of intervention and they really right. don't necessarily want to do that, but being a Ram being there when, when uh, something needs to be handled, they're all about that. So am I kind of still tracking with your concept? Yeah, no, I think I think exactly tracking with mine. And and the thing you say, you know, like being a security guard for someone else, you know, I, that that gets to be a drain, you know. And I thought about this when I was thinking about this analogy, and I thought about it for for far too long. Um, but I thought, you know, if um, a, a sheep or you know, if you had a ram and a sheep in a pen, and uh, the, they got really hungry, no one fed them. The, the sheep would or the ram would never eat the sheep. It's just not in his nature. He just wouldn't do that. He, he couldn't get sustenance from eating the sheep. But if you if you had a, a, a sheep and a sheepdog in a pen and you didn't feed that sheepdog long enough, I guarantee you he's eventually going to eat that sheep um, because that's just in his nature. It's just the way he is. And so I think that thing you're saying is like you can take on the role of a security guard for someone else or someone who takes care of someone else. And as long as everything's going really well in your life, that's not a hard role for you to play because you like being in that hard, aggressive side of life. But if things get really tough, you're, you're very likely to turn on those sheep because uh, it, it's just in your nature, you know, in a, in a ram just wouldn't do that in the same way. And so I think what you're saying about the like, you know, uh, being a, a, a protector of someone else that can wear on you eventually and that can become a big burden to carry. 
Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people don't want to have that burden, and they don't want to. Right. They they wouldn't categorize themselves as sheep, and, and I, I don't want to just relate back to the audience what you just told the audience either. But they wouldn't consider themselves a sheep. They're certainly not wolves. You know, they don't prey right. on other people, but they don't right. they don't want to you know be a sheep dog and be you know in their self perception responsible for other people. I'm not talking about, you know, friends and family responsible. I mean, just out in the world responsible. Right, exactly. You know, and, and so the ram fits fits very nicely and I you know, I I um if 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 someone were listening and they 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 weren't training in any combat sport or martial art and um and uh I don't even know if I like the term combat sport but the oh, uh, sport martial arts and right. uh and uh in fact i think you said that recently i'm sorry i think i got i think they got that right out of you uh, in one of your podcasts but i was talking to a guy about uh you know military soldier versus uh, uh warrior versus fighter and how people in the ring and in the in the uh, octagon uh, i don't consider them warriors you know they're certainly fighters and gladiators even but but that's a whole other podcast uh... Tim Kennedy, speaking of him, actually had a really good, it was some, I think it was on his YouTube page or something, but someone had interviewed him and asked him, uh, you know, what's the difference uh, between, you know, prepping to go on a deployment and, and prepping to go uh, fight in the, in the cage is about the same thing, you know? And, and basically he laughed at him and he said, you have no concept of what's going on when I'm going to go compete in a UFC event. I have people watching my diet for me. I get perfect exercise. I get perfect sleep. Everything's great. It's like, if I go on a deployment, I'm usually got some shrapnel stuck in me somewhere. I'm lifting car blocks to stay in shape. Like, uh, you know, I'm exhausted. My feet are broken down, you know, and he was explaining what the difference between the two is. And it's like so clear to me that, you know, on the side of, you know, sport martial arts, you're coming always from this pampered perspective where you know basically what's going to go on. And if you get hurt, you're going to have medical attention immediately and everyone's going to stop the fight and everything's going to go well. If you're on a deployment, well, who knows what's going to happen? You know, you could be imprisoned for years. You could be beaten. You could be tortured. You could be killed. You could be, I mean, just a ton of things. And, and there's a complete difference between those two. And so to me, it's so belittling to call you know, what's mixed martial arts, which, you know, don't get me wrong, it's an aggressive, hard thing to do, but it's nowhere near what combat is. So to say that that's a sport combat is, is foolish. It's, it's a completely ridiculous idea, in my opinion. And so every time I hear someone say that, I'm like, well, you're glorifying something that doesn't really deserve that kind of glory, in my opinion. Yeah, I think in that same piece, Kennedy pushed back heavily on calling, you know, professional fighter a warrior. I think that was, um, as my mind recalls that, hope I'm not wrong, but you know, for a person out there who doesn't train in in, in anything, but but is listening, is you know what I I I like that I I'm I'm a ram. Um, what kind of <laughs> what kind of things would you advise that person to do to prepare to be a ram? I mean, so so to me, what makes that distinction? You know, like I I, I think I was born a, a regular sheep, like everyone. You know, everyone's just a lamb when you start out. And then consequences, what, what makes things different. And so to me, you know, I saw a bunch of horrible things happen and I wanted to take charge of that. And I didn't want those things to happen to me. And so, you know, I, I, I never delighted in competing. I never delighted in any of that other than the sense of watching myself grow and develop. And so as I watched myself grow and develop, I realized like I am more capable now of taking things in my own hands and I'm more capable of protecting those around me that I care about. And I think those are the same kind of hallmarks as the, the sheepdog. I think it's in the same vein. To me, what's different about that is just 
your inner character. And I think you need to ask yourself, you know, what am I at my core? What do I want to do? And, and again, never make a moral judgment on that. It's just, you are the way you are. And we need both kinds of people in the world, but you need to kind of look at yourself and figure out what you are. But the training is the same kind of training you would do if you were a sheepdog or anything else. Like you're trying to train to become the most capable person you can possibly be and prepare yourself on a daily basis to face whatever you might have to face. And so I think the sheepdog training is in the same vein. It's just a, a philosophical difference of understanding how you are different as a person. And I think a lot of times, you know, sheep imagine themselves to be maybe rams, imagining themselves to be sheepdog, imagining themselves to be wolves if they needed to be, you know? And I think a lot of people walk around with this bad boy complex that's like, oh, you know, I want to be the toughest, baddest guy on earth. And it's like, well, that that might make you real sad if you were that person. And so you need to look at your perspective and, well, maybe even hurting other people would make you feel bad. And you need to look at your perspective, you know, and then maybe being hurt makes you feel bad. So so to me, that's what the difference is between a, a ram and the other categories is I have no desire to hurt anyone else. I just don't want to be hurt myself. And I want to keep all those that I care about from being hurt as well. Yeah. And, and I really like how you talk about uh, somebody recognizing what kind of person they are, what, you know, their innate personality, what it is. Because, um, you know, I think, I think it's true for just about everybody. I mean, you talked about when you were a kid wanting to be a ninja. Right. Right. You know, and, and so we all, ha we all build these, um, you know, portraits of ourselves in our minds and, um, and, and some people don't ever come back to, to reality. They, they, they continue to believe that there's something that they haven't, uh, actually been or achieved or could become. And uh, I really like, uh, I'm going to commend your podcast, Aikido Discussed, to the audience again, because uh, uh, a lot of what you talk about is is what I would call, you know, wisdom that can, is worth being imparted upon other folks. Thank so you. I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah, well, thanks for doing it. And, um, you know, this is a short podcast, this one. Um, um, but any, any final thoughts for our audience? Because, most of our audience is, is male. They're either military or perhaps veterans, um, or they're martial arts fans, practitioners, aficionados. Um, and then we have a smattering of people interested in a lot of other things, but just tune in because they find the subject matter interesting. Do you have any last words or parting advice or anything you'd like to convey to that audience? Yeah, I mean, I just think – you should, you know, and the thing I said about the moralistic judgment, I think a lot of times that kind of stuff gets thrown around, you know, that like it's horrible to be a sheep or it's horrible to be a wolf or it's horrible to be, you know, and, and I think just understanding you as a person and understand what you want to be and then actualize that. And, and so part of the, the problem with having a fantasy forever is, you know, being a sheep and thinking you're, you know, a wolf or something. And it's like, you need to experience things in life that tell you how you really feel about that. And, and it could also be after you've, you've been through a lot of life and you're looking back and reconciling how things are, you know, maybe you've done some things that you feel horrible about and, and understand why you feel horrible about that and what that tells you about you as a person and why you had to do that thing you had to do, you know? And so I think being able to look fairly at yourself without a lot of extra moral baggage is a really important thing to be able to do. And, and I think that really kind of lies, you know, at the heart of uh, understanding where you fall in that spectrum. And, and, you know, to me, you know, maybe to some people be called a, a, a ram would be really disrespectful. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm super tough. You know, I'm definitely a sheepdog, but it, it doesn't, that's not what matters. What matters is finding where you're comfortable and where you want to live your life and, and doing what it is that makes you feel fulfilled as a person. 
Christopher, I don't think that could be put any better by anyone, and and I really appreciate that. And uh, I, you know, it, again, it's a, it's a short time uh, together today. I I, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time, though, once again, to be on. And I'd love to have you on in the future as we've discussed to talk about you know self defense and that that whole category of subject matter uh, encapsulated in itself. So, um, I'd be happy to do it. Thank you, sir, very much. Please say hello to Josh and Maya. And um, I will indeed. And again, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate you being on today. Thanks much. Right on. Thanks a lot, Todd. Take care. You too, sir. All right. That was Sensei Christopher Hine, owner and chief instructor of Aikido of Fresno in Fresno, California, and also the host of the podcast Aikido Discussed. And once again, Chris is not solely an Aikidoist. Chris is a black belt in Aikido, but he has trained in MMA, submission grappling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, historical European martial arts, stick fighting, and uh, he's a and firearms, and he's a firearms instructor uh, as well. He's a well-rounded martial artist, and uh, I hope his words uh, spoke to you today. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to another edition of the Dirt Wasp podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening. And until next time, this is the Colonel saying thanks for joining us and adios.